What is going hey on? Hey guys, y'all? it is Scotch for Dummies. Four guys on a Scotch journey <laughs> to help you with your next Scotch purchase. I'm Drew. And I'm Andrew. And I'm Mark. And Sean is out again this week, but next week, dun, dun, dun. theoretically, all four of us will be back. No. We'll be back to full strength. Uh-uh. Full strength whiskey. <laughs> I feel like it's been like three months. It has been. It's, it's been, a, been, a, been a minute. I'm looking for something to pour. What do you really? need? Oh, on this bar, you're having a hard time finding something to pour. <laughs> so right now, I am drinking the uh, Spey Fumare, which is one of my favorite from oh. the Spey distillery. It's all smoky and good goodness. You going to try it? Oh, no. No, I'm not trying it. He's going for some uh, other bottles. I don't know. I, so it, maybe I don't need nothing. We're, we're going to talk about these in just a hot second. But, you know, I do need something so I can cheers everybody because it is well, here, Thursday pour, night. Pour some Johnny Walker. Yeah, we'll talk about those in a minute. Actually, you guys drank it in the review. I haven't tasted them yet until a few minutes ago. Well, so well I'll go through my results in that in a second. Do it, man. But, uh, you know, well, I mean, quick, as far as I was concerned, this one has some reminiscence of the White Walker, but it's not nearly as bad. Not nearly. Not nearly as bad, the nose. But this one actually is not horrible. I mean, so, not, so not the, worth 50 bucks a piece. Well, first we got to go through who's online. Oops, I forgot to bring the iPad, the, the tablet. I could do that a second. Oh, wow. Got to go through who's online and what you're drinking because if you're watching this show, you should be drinking something. Now, if you're watching and playing, listening to the podcast or something like that, maybe it's coffee in the morning. But, but if you're watching us live or on an evening listening to us, what are you drinking? Oh my gosh! So I'm gonna scroll up and see. Um, it says Scotch for Dummies was first. No, I put that in there. No, we were first. Steve, Steve A was first at like one o'clock today, and Tom, and Tom R was the first. And then, one. And then uh, one last cause tried, but then he missed it. So. But I see Mount Minions on and Silver Two. Uh, Mike Porter, Scott, Sunday evening Scott, you did make it. I wasn't sure. Happy Halloween! Make it. Oh, happy Halloween! It happy Halloween! So hang on a second, guys. Happy Thursday, man. Happy, happy Thursday. 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 Cheers, Cheers to you guys. Happy Halloween. Trick or treat, whatever. Let your boat. This yep. is my treat. Yeah, it was uh 31 degrees and snowing with 20 mile an hour winds here where we are. It's awful Halloween for the So kids. we had big awful. bags of candy and we had, we still had big bags of candy. <laughs> really? Yeah. No, we were rewarding the ones that came out. If well, you we did too. If you door, you were getting a... You're getting handfuls. <laughs> That's what we were doing. Like, don't, my son, this is his first time doing it because he didn't do anything. I'm like, you're handing out candy this year. <laughs> yeah. And so the first one, he goes and does it and we're like, hey, how many did you give me? Give him one piece of meat. No, 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 no. You're giving tonight. them handfuls tonight. We gotta get rid of that stuff. <laughs> exactly, because we don't want it in the house. That's right. Um, but, anyway, uh, we've got uh, Sean is on. <laughs> Sean S4D. Sean's uh, on. How are you? In the chat. So he's sort of here. He's just not on the uh, the the uh, audio portion. Um, Tom R. I see. Chad Adams. Trooper Henry called me out. Yes. How you doing, Troop? Bob H. Hadn't talked to him today. No, no costumes. Drew had the uh, the question, the idea. Just wasn't feeling it. I don't know. Um, you could at least put a mask on for the start. Oh, well. Do, do I need a mask? Next year. <laughs> do I need so, a mask? Travis Faircloth. Bram made it. That's good. So I, they're logged in on different computers, I see. Um, Matt McCain and Bud. Bud Matthews, who had a very Brand cool... Likes your uh, Huh? Brian likes your intro. Oh, thank you. He had a very cool pumpkin, but I was just gonna say I, I saw his Discord thing of the Logavolin pumpkin. That yeah. was pretty nice. And I will say, um, Sunday evening scotch is a little wolf Drink, burn. drinking a little wolf burn. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. That was yes. pretty nice as well. Yeah, they did look good. Um, Andrew Sproul's on whiskey music. Kill Holman back your bay. Tall Thomas whiskey Jason. Hey. Um, 
Christopher David. Well, we got a good little crew on. So, again, yeah. happy Thursday, guys. We're glad you made the show. Hopefully, some more folks come Man, on. We're, we're seeing whiskey from all over, too. From, from Johnny Walker to yeah. Compass Box to Talisker to SNWS, Kilcarran. Ooh, I love Kilcarran. That's, a, that's something we don't get a lot of around, around here. Yeah, and Sunday New Scotch Port, SNWS, Glenn Dronig, Rocky Road Spice Freakout, huh? Man, I haven't seen that one. I didn't, is that man, yours? Maybe come out with your house here pretty what? soon for that Rocky one. Road Spice Freakout? No. That sounds delicious. It does sound delicious. Hmm. Okay. And Scotch in the Bayou is back. Scotch in the Bayou. So let's talk about the agenda tonight, everybody. Well, right. Just so you know what's what's up ahead of us. So obviously we're going to talk about these two Johnny Walker bottles in front of us that yep. the would quasi review that we put out this yeah, week it's a review, um, it's a review. We're, we're gonna spend a few minutes on it um, and we're also going to talk about some of the comments that have to do with our sound issues on that video because we've been <laughs> kind of playing around with that for the last yep. we'll say two weeks or so so we'll, we'll get into that um, Dr. Scotch has got a topic. Yep. I don't know what he's talking about, but I'm Let's sure find out when he gets here. Yeah, when he gets here. Yep. Well, um, he's downstairs somewhere. Then, yeah. then we're going to continue our conversation uh, about regions. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a, a I want to say a big region because of the number of distilleries in the region. Yeah. But it's actually geographically yeah, it's like quite small. Seven, than 10 Oregon. miles across, yeah. yeah. Um, we're talking about the Speyside region tonight. So uh, get your guys' uh, favorite Speyside, pour a glass of it. Hopefully you've got many to choose from. Yeah, we'll Probably. pick some out and put them on the bar. Um, and and we'll, we'll dive into Speyside and really figure out what that whole thing is about. Um, and then about halfway through the show, we are going to hand the keys to Scotch in the Bayou. What? She's coming on. Lee is going to share her experience. I think this is an exclusive. I think we're the first ones first to get one. exclusive so to hear the report. Except, except uh, Roy had her on while she was hey, over there. But that was such a cool thing. But that was I can't wait to talk to you about that yeah. and see how that happened. And actually, actually a, little girl, a girl from Louisiana meeting up with a guy from Scotland and they're just talking Scotch. That, that was cool. such a great show. <laughs> so we're really looking forward to, uh, to hearing from her. We talked to her a little bit prior to the, starting the show. So she's kind of on standby. Um, and she didn't tell us much. We saved no. all of our questions because we really want to We couldn't help ourselves. We're like, hey, what'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? What'd you do? <laughs> Can you tell? Was it fun? Did you have a good time? So um, <laughs> looking forward to that. So you guys stay tuned for that. And, and hopefully you guys are excited about hearing from her as we are. So let's um, let's talk about this whole Johnny Walker mm. situation. Or is there something that you No, no, that's about? good. No, I was just gonna I was gonna intro us and say that, you know, yeah, I was on vacation. I was at Disney two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. Has it been two weeks? Yeah. It has been. Two months. Um and I was driving down, and I was in Macon, Georgia, and I thought, hey, is uh, going to dinner, and we stopped at this liquor store. Because you, you always do that when you're on vacation or when you're anywhere. Yeah, you stop somewhere and see what's going on. And we, we talked about these bottles a while back. We have not seen I, – I still don't think they're here. I have I not seen know. them I yet know. anywhere. Not not here I've not been looking anyway. for them. No. So. <laughs> no, I haven't either, but you generally look when you look at liquor stores, sure. and you would see them. And I saw two bottles, and I called you guys and said, hey, should we want to pull the trigger? I'm like, let's do it. 50 bucks a piece. Yeah. But you know what? Let's try them out. We need to do them as part of our job, in a sense, to get them done, right? Right. So, Patreon brought them back. Pay for it, yeah. Thought we would do a review, and luckily, we we needed to get a review out. Sean was out. I was out. And you guys knocked them out, and mm, I yeah. didn't try it until tonight. So, overall, you guys basically kind of thought, yeah. Yeah. The ice is, I'm just, I'm pouring the ice so, right now. The song of this, so these are Johnny Walker, so those on the podcast. Johnny Walker, Song of Ice, um, and Johnny Walker Song of Fire, both blended Scotch whiskeys, forty, roughly forty percent ABV. Yeah, they're a little point two and forty point eight. They're a little bit up, but so we had for those of you who have not heard us before, we had very bad experiences with Johnny Walker or White Walker. 
So I was very concerned when they used the same kind of terminology, put it in the freezer, keep it cold for the Johnny Walker uh, Song of Ice. And so I just poured a little bit of that and it's not as bad as a, as a White Walker by any stretch of the no. imagination. It is not a great scotch, but it is not bad. It's, it's not, not offensive. It's, it's not $50. It's, it's, it's definitely, and it may be, well, we, we didn't try it cold. No, and fair enough, a lot of the comments, $50 is overpriced for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, according to what other people are paying. They oh, were saying it was like $34, $35. What? That's what most people That's why I saw it in the comments. Well, so, in Disney, you pay extra for Disney. Well, it was a Jordan. No, so here's the thing. At $35, is that more palatable for you? For the Song of Fire, maybe, but for the Song of Ice, I, I wouldn't pay that. So, I mean, yeah, I, I, I might agree with you on that. Because you can get a Dewar's that's really a much more kind of middle of the road, a little bit more malty, even, well, I wouldn't say Johnny Red is better, but Johnny Black would be much oh, better selection. Yeah, selection. Let me pose it this way. if And, and I know people are some people are getting aggravated because we're talking about this too much, but we have to talk about it a little bit because, one, it's part of, part of what we do, and, two, it's Game of Thrones. I mean, White Walker kind of really didn't sit very well in our stomachs to what they were trying to do as far as the, the, the whiskey and maybe new scotch lovers trying to get into scotch, etc. However, flip of the coin, if these would have been the first ones out, I wouldn't have been as upset, I think. No, right? I mean, because Johnny Walker, it's a non-aged Johnny Walker blended scotch whiskey. What do you expect? I mean, you're not expecting a fancy cast drink single malt. No, but this, this is definitely, I mean, so much better than that one. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it really is, and this one actually is decent. I mean, I, it's something I I probably wouldn't. It's go very often, but very lightly peated. If you add water yeah. to it, the peat goes yeah. away. Tonight, when I poured the song of ice, I gotta be honest. The really the very first nose, like the initial nose, you could get a hint of that acetone, um, that that Johnny Walker, uh, the <laughs> whatever White Walker. It was like, oh no, tell me it's not in there. It set for five minutes and it, it, it wafted oh, off yeah. and it wasn't on the palate anyway. But nevertheless, it still it haunts you in the back of your mind. Like, is this coming or not? PTSD kind of thing. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay, it's it's it's, it's okay. It's okay. But I, so Scotch. You know, I, a lot of people are beating them up. They're like, look, man, these are these are plastic coverings on the bottle. Of course. Right? So well, it's cheap marketing. And it's not cheap. That's yeah. that's expensive. Yeah, I'm sure it is. But, so, you know, if you're a Game of Thrones fan, a Johnny Walker fanboy, it's not bad to have around for 35 bucks, all right? It adds to the collection. Does it, does it add value to the collection? Maybe not. It just adds to the collection, I'll say. So, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. Um, I, they'll, get, they'll get consumed here, whereas the White Walker's not getting consumed, right? That, that one's cleaning no. toilets. We got, um, we, we got a whole other video dedicated to that episode. Uh, but no, these will get consumed now. Do, do you go out of your way for them? No. If you if you really want to throw them with the rest of your Johnny Walkers. I mean, let's be honest. I've got a Jane Walker at home. Yep. That's just Johnny Walker Black. Yeah. But I bought it because I think it's pretty cool. Yeah. The uh, the Blade Runner edition is Johnny Walker Black. It's just at a higher ABV. Um, so but how, I mean, you know that's going to be okay, though. Right. Well, so, I mean, I, but I bought it because... For a lot of reasons, one of which, though, you're right, I knew it was going to be okay. I mean, because I like Johnny Walker. Well, yeah, Black's, Black's a good staple. It, you know, I, I'm not disappointed we have I'm glad we got through them. But at the end of the day, you know, we're not going to be talking about these much longer, guys. Nope. I know some people are like, all right, enough of it. Got it. We hear you loud and clear. We're moving on for these. To be honest with you, we did these specifically because we didn't have the four of us to do a review. Um, we really try to stick to our, our formula of four people on an, a review. Mm -hmm. And since all four of us have been really hard to get together of late, if you've been paying attention, 
this one works for us. We cannot yeah. stop, not feel like we're cheating a review yeah. about this, right? So I think the point was made with two. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Good point. It's only so, worth two of ours. You know, nevertheless, it is what it is. Now, to parlay into the next sort of quasi-topic. Done. Um, some of the comments on that particular, I guess we're calling it a review, video. Yeah, um, video. Really beat us up on, on audio. Mm -hmm. Fair enough, guys. Yep. We are trying. We're trying to mix some things up. Andrew had a couple of ideas. Yep. And, uh, you know. In we, theory, they were great ideas. And, <laughs> and, yeah, and, and expensive ones at that. I mean, we splurged and bought some, bought some equipment. I didn't um, say Siri. I said in theory. But anyway, <laughs> we tried some lapel mics. Um, you know, we ran wiring all over the bar. And uh, in testing, from our side, what we saw, I think you were happy with it. I was okay with it. Um, the difference is, is that, look, so basically what it boils down to is, not to, to bore you guys technically, but the, the Yeti mic is a very high quality, crisp, all kinds of EQ range as far as everything to it. And it's got all kinds of different options. Um, even we, And normally we use a stereo to kind of help spread the, the four of us out. Um, the downside to having this though is that it's very sensitive, it, you know, any kind of slaps you have or any kind of drops are much more loud. Whenever you drop a coin, you know. Yeah, it happens all the time. Um, and, uh, and also because it's kind of, if, if you're not facing it and you're looking away, it doesn't have the same kind of, you know, volume. You have different issues with it. And we were... Because of the podcast and because of a few other things, we thought, you know what? And also to, 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 to kill two birds with one stone, we're starting to do more traveling things. We want to be able to hook up people. And because of our experience with John Glazer's interview and a few other things we've done, and you guys were actually before, you guys were getting ready to go to interview, which we did, right? Uh, Malcolm. And we thought, we need lapels anyway, because it's much easier to have this. The problem with lapels is that you don't have near the dyna dynamic range yeah, that's the problem. that you have. And so they're very tinny. Um, and in order to do anything with them, you have to have a mixing board. And so the mixing board is great, but then you have other things. And we have to mix all four of us into one. I mean, just it's complicated. It keeps steamrolling other things. And then you're also tethered. So long story short, the idea was great. It just doesn't have the quality we want. Right. And it's one, of those, it's one of those things where we just don't have a whole lot of money to really invest into high quality, super audio, wireless. Yeah, systems. it looks like you'd have on and a And an engineer station. mixing us. Yeah. Whereas we can go to this and be pretty good. So apologies for that. We tried. The good news is we're keeping them for our interviews and we're going forward with that piece. Right. We're turning some of it for the bar piece because yeah. the Yeti obviously has been sufficing and is, is, is good. So anyway, enough of the comments on beating us up on that. We know. We uh, got it. We got it. Hey, we're learning. Clear. We're learning. I mean, we heard you out and clear. Maybe yes, you didn't we hear do. us. <laughs> No. You heard us if you look, listen to us in good, uh, apparently good mic or good speakers or something like that. I don't remember what it. <clears throat> right. So um, that's that. Let's move on from okay. the sound issues and, and let's talk about. We actually have Dr. Scotch and then we want to get into some regions because I'm really looking forward to the Space Hide region because I think it's uh, I a, hot topic, the a lot to talk too, about. Too, we, so, yeah, you guys can't see Lee. We got her on, on standby. She's standing <laughs> in her bar. She's sitting there drinking. She's <laughs> Funny. Anyway, um, so Dr. Scotch is first. Yeah, let's go to Dr. Yep. Scotch, and I don't even know what he's talking about. Well, let's go find out. All right. Hello, Dr. Scotch here. I'm a doctor. I'm not a doctor in real life, but I play one on YouTube. I, I must have that phrase. <laughs> I think every, every week, week you say it backwards. Yeah. It's okay. We get it. He's yeah. a doctor on Scotch. I'm doctor on Scotch only. Um, so this week. 
on Dr. Scotch. You know, one of the things that's interesting, I, I heard you guys are talking about Speyside. And Space so Side. one of the things that's, that's unique about Speyside is that a water source. This is true. I did some research so, on Speyside. So we did, we, I did some additional research on water and what water does for whiskey and water, the kind of thing. So roughly the, the um, rough conclusion is for every liter of whiskey, you need 20 liters of water. I read 50, Dr. Scott. Well, it depends on who you talk to, because right. the, the key is, with that, is most of that is for your condenser. Right, and so it ends up going back to the source that it came it from. It does. Okay. It does. But the key, though, is it really, the, the type of water you use is important primarily for the yeast, because the yeast need to have a certain amount of nutrients. And if you, if you take ultra-pure water, they, they won't have any of the minerals in that, in that water that help the yeast grow. So you either need to add additional minerals to keep yeast growing, or you just you get a high, uh, um, like a, a hard water to help the the, uh, the yeast grow. Now, so doing some additional research, and if you talk to this company, the what is it, the Source, Source Oosig Source Water, they they make a, a little bottle of water of, from different regions that are supposedly uh, of different qualities. Ideally, if you look at the, the physical chemical quantities of water in different regions, they are different. Um, Speyside is a, is a really um, soft water, very low mineral content, very dry. Um, their uh, high, highland water is typically harder, and Isle of Water is really acidic because it goes through all the peat. But when you talk to real distillers and work through that, the water really doesn't have that much impact in, in the actual whiskey itself. Because number one, you're distilling it, so you're pulling those minerals are coming out. They're not coming over on the distillate. A little bit of salt maybe come over, so you get if you get some some saltiness in the in the water from Isla, it is. But I think the point is water is probably overemphasized as being important in the water in the whiskey that you actually drink. The water source is probably less important nowadays than it, than it used to be, because most places will pull, pull in water. They'll use high purity water for the blending or for the, the um, to proof it down. And when you when you use high purity water, you pull all the minerals back out. And so the, the flavor is really minimally important. So 95% of these distilleries that tout their water source. Eh. Well, <laughs> I mean, it, it, the, the biggest part of what's going to flavor it is going to be number one, the barrel. And number two, your cuts. And okay. so the water is going to be a, a minor factor. It might, the water you add to your whiskey might have an influence. But if you just take the whiskey out of the bottle, the water is kind of. Yeah, kind but of I mean, they're not. They're not using like, they're using normal clear water, not using anything crazy like, getting salt water or anything stupid like that. They're just using normal water. So I mean, correct. What, what, most, what are you going to get other than natural elements? Well, in most places, if you're if you're if you're proofing your whiskey down after, after coming out of the, uh, the cask, you're purifying your water that you get from the tap that comes in your building. You sure. purify it, right? Filtered to and a higher level mm -hmm. to make sure there's no bacteria in there and things. And so when you do that, you take a lot of those minerals and characteristics out. Hmm. So what about what about like? The water after you had the whiskey, like right now when you put it in there, is there well, a that makes a big difference. Okay. So the the water you add when you're diluting your own water down does make a difference because that does have minerals in it or may have minerals in that it. That directly affects the taste. That's exactly. So That's going to directly water versus bottled water. Yes, that, water. that will dramatically affect if you're really analyzing your whiskey. 
that what especially if you're adding it like you know fairly high concentrations it's going to dramatically affect if there's chlorine in it all those kind of things it's a different issue the whiskey coming out of your bottle the water going into that is probably less important than most other factors hmm interesting pers perspective depend if you talk to that that company that that bottles of water for you they think it's super critical it's not as critical for the actual whiskey coming out of the bottle. Interesting. What are your thoughts on it, people? What do you got on that one? That's, that's an interesting topic about that because it's like one of those things where it's like, well, you're going to have marketing. You're going to have all these different people talk about like, well, no, our source, the river Spey in the space side is so pure and salmon and all this stuff, you know, doesn't make a difference. Yeah, well, and, no. and so the key is if we'd have to talk to those, uh, all those distilleries, do you take the water out of the river and put it directly into your stills? or directly into your uh, mash, I'd be surprised if you do, because that's not a really great idea. Um, do you use that to dilute your whiskey right down? I'd be surprised. If they do, then maybe it has more influence, but most of them do take the water, put it through a reverse osmosis purification system, and use it from there. So. And then add minerals outside. Yeah. Well, Tom says he buys water from each region, and then distills or he waters down his scotch from that region well so he knows exactly and that and that's going to be your you are adding those flavors directly to it <laughs> so you're adding that flavor of the water to your whiskey do you ever just feel naughty time and like mix the wrong region into i'm a gonna scotch? go a little isla into my spay what, what? <laughs> don't do that man do that no let me ask one more question you make a in, bourbon in, if you do in that in terms of, of water and mm -hmm. it's an environmental question so Let's say the number's 20, 50. What are, how right. many liters of water it takes to make one liter of whiskey? And you said most of it's from the... Con it goes through the condenser, condenser, yeah. So they pull this water in from the river's bay, mm -hmm. and then they put it through the condenser, and then when it's done cooling the condenser or doing what they're used for, mm -hmm. they throw it back in the river. When they throw it back in the river, is that a higher temperature? Oh, yeah. Right, so let's think about that. The river spay's got <laughs> a plethora of distilleries on it. That, I mean, is, is the average temperature of that river raised and, I mean, it kills all the fish? What's the well, depending on the, I don't know what the environmental laws are. Some some places require you to either have a, it, you actually have to cool it back down by refrigeration, which doesn't make a lot of sense, or you have to have, like, a, the flow rate has to be well below the flow rate of the river. That's just interesting. I think you're right there, one lost cause. And look at, and look at uh, Lee, all technical, she's like, it's... Uh, it's the lower pH that makes for heavier spirits. Like she would know. Like she's I mean, been to like an academy or something. She's with the training or something. I, uh, whatever. We'll talk to her about that in a few well, minutes. That, again, she's, like, she's like, I'm Dr. Scotch too. <laughs> but she actually has a degree now. So, she does. you know, I don't can, have that. You can't say that. I'm sure they spell doctor differently down there where she's from. Doctor? 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 <laughs> no. Okay, so Doctor. Dr. Scotch, water source. <laughs> Interesting because we're going to talk about Space Side and yep. obviously Space Side hits. Let's go talk, or I'll let you guys talk about that. I'm going to go down back down to the basement and do Grab some work, space work in the lab. I'll do that. Side. Later. <laughs>
count as much because of technology, because of where we are in today's day and age, right? Maybe 100, 200 years ago, it was dramatic. I mean, let's, I mean, let's just think about it and be honest. We, you put that water, you mix it in there. Maybe if you take it straight from that mash and stuff, you may, you may get some stuff. But once it's out, once it distills, once it's in the barrel, is it really going to make that much of a difference? According to their labels, it does. It's, it's the environment it and the barrel. That's going to be it. It's it's what comes out of that still and what uh, what the what the barrel does. That would be interesting to see. Like, can you can you prove that that water? Like, can you put tap not tap water, but can you change your water sources in the same exact setup? And can you taste the difference? Yeah, I mean, I I I, I would suspect if you change the you water, you don't have the years for that. <laughs> if, you, if you change the water in your mash and your and what you actually ferment in, you, it it will it will taste different. I, I think your 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 beer will taste different, but once you distill that, right? Really? I, I mean, know. if the beer tastes different from before distill, I, it's got to taste different after. I, but it may it may change the overall flavor for it. But I mean, well, and I think the, that's the key. Ninety percent of the flavor is going to come from them. It's going to change what those yeast do. What what kind of off chemicals those yeast make, and then those may distill over. But the water itself, eh. I don't know. Tomato, right. tomato, potato, potato. All right, let's talk. Let's talk about the region of space. So I just poured myself. I've never a, heard of a Speyside. Speyside region is. I just poured myself a Glenfiddich. Which one did you do? India. IPA? I. It's the India Pale Ale. Oh wow! That's so a... uh, Glenfiddich is obviously a Speyside, um, and so I'll, I'll get into it. And I think while we talk about this, I'm going to finish this and go into a different Speyside that has an absolutely different. Profile. I'm, I'm, I'm actually two regions behind. I went to this one. I don't know what happened. But, uh, what are you doing, man? Well, I couldn't help myself. I didn't do it he, last week. He I saw it down there. It. So you went with Spring Bank? So, yeah, that's a couple, a couple regions for, ago. For our listeners at home, um, the, the, the conversation that we're having has been an ongoing conversation uh, surrounding regions and Scotch whiskey. Um, do they matter? Why do we have them? What are they? Let's define them. What do they mean? Do they make a difference in today's uh, day and age? And over the past, what, how many, have we been four weeks now? We've hit, we've hit Campbelltown, we've hit Lowlands, we've hit Highlands, and we have Highlands. hit Islands. Yeah. So we are talking Speyside tonight, and that obviously leaves us with Isla for next week. Yep. But anyway, here we are at Speyside. Drum roll, please. It's a pretty popular region. Uh, well, you know, only half region. of the whiskey produces from there. And it's the size of what, Rhode Island? It, exactly. It's, it's a small <laughs> uh, uh, area. Um, ironically enough, uh, you know, we, we, we beat the hell out of the internet reading about Speyside for this conversation. And I found a website today that literally said that Speyside is not an official Scotch region. And I was like, "What? I'm not sure who wrote this, but man, they need to check that." So I actually, you know, I've, I already had the SWAs pulled up, right? Website, and they've got a link in there, whiskey regions, right? So here are the official five regions because they don't even acknowledge the islands. But anyway, you know, you kind of gotta read through your research and actually filter through them and be like, "No, oh, wait." Yeah, because you I'm, you can talk to somebody like Dr. Scotch who doesn't know anything. <laughs> And take him as an expert, you know, you don't want to do that. At the end of the day, I didn't read the rest of that article when it started off by saying Space Eye is not an official Scotch region. I was like, okay, the rest of what you have to say is out the window. But nevertheless, we're talking about a region that is technically a sub-region of Highland, right? Um, and it is really based along the River Spey, right? So, I mean, that's, if you look at it, that's where all, not all, but the vast majority of the distilleries in, in Space Eye. It's like the Chicago of the United States. It's right yeah, they there said in Manhattan. Manhattan, right? Manhattan yeah. yeah. Um, 
how many distilleries are there? Almost I, 50. It's like 49, 48. How many have there been like, over there the is years? A, there's at least eight or nine that, you know, like Dallas do and a few others are probably way more than that. Sure. Um, but half, I know that half of, I believe half of Scotch whiskey is produced it is. in Space Side. And, and Space Side is broken up. When you talk about Space Side um, areas within Space Side, they're either referred to as the town, like Duff Town, which is right. considered like whiskey capital. You right. know, that's the, the epicenter. Um, or a particular um, area, when I mean area, like a river, like the River Spey. Or um, there's a couple of other areas that they refer to in, in, um, in Speyside. But most of them, half of the references are cities like Rothes, Dufftown, Strasslza. Um, so but you'll, you'll see that reference on bottles. Okay? And some bottles, like McKellen, will reference a Highland malt. Yeah, it's, it's a weird thing. But, but they're a Speyside. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy because they want to be seen as a space side, but on their label they say Highland Malt. I just don't understand where they're coming from from that. But speaking of that label, like you're talking about, the, the, there's literally like 50 of them out there, and there's so many you can t discuss. I mean, the big ones, obviously, the Glenlivet, uh, Balvini, and well, of course, McAllen, right? It's up there. Um, there's so many up there. So between Glenfiddich Glen Glen and McKellen, that is, I want to say over thirty-three percent of all so. Sco of the Scotch, uh, right. and some, <laughs> either that or it's like fifty percent of Speyside Scotch comes out of those three. Yeah. And if you it's if crazy. you were to walk in a liquor store, I would say probably most liquor stores have, especially the smaller ones, they're almost all Speyside, right? Because yeah. they don't. And so, in researching this, between the Glenlivet and Glenfiddich, they're reversed. One of them um, sells the most in the United States. Where the other one is the most globally, and then you flip it. So I want to say Glen Levitt is the global one, if I understand. And so Glen Fittick is the most in the United States. Yes, um, it's astronomical numbers. Yeah, they produce lots of. It's amazing right. how much is produced there. But anyway, let, I want to get to a couple of comments before we continue the conversation because I, I it was Chad Adams. I think I, I saw up here. Yes, Chad, you you, you said it perfect. All space sides. Are Highlands, but not all Highlands are space sides. That's correct. Yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, that's true. Um, let's see if anybody. I, hopefully, a lot of folks are. Stop with the Scotch boring. <laughs> Trooper Henry's killing me. Um, hopefully, everybody's got a space side to drink. One of the things that I find one interesting about space side. So I'm drinking this Glenfiddich. Well, let's talk about the region too. I mean, what the the flavors what you're getting right, right. there. So let's you know segue into. What's Speyside known for? And if you look online, the interesting thing for me is, obviously, it's it's the fruitiness of it. It's the barley, right? It's one of the, they grow so much barley up there, it's pathetic. And the other thing is that I didn't really think about so much is when you say Speyside, do you, do you think peat? No. But they, but they do. But they do a lot of they, peat They can there. peat some whiskey because it's popular. Right. So, I mean, that's one of the things that, I mean, yeah. and, and some people talk about that, especially with the Ben Riox and, and this. Uh, there are ones. some, yeah. And there are some peat stuff up there, but you don't, most people generally do not think of, I, at least I don't, maybe you yeah. guys tell me if I'm wrong, but when I say space side, do you think smoky and peat? No. No. I don't. Um, I think fruity and heatherly right. and. Apple, pear, honey, vanilla. Exactly. Fruit. But what's crazy about this little bitty region is that it can go from those flavors to a peated right. or to a heavily sherried, deep, dark type scotch. That's right. right. 
um, they, they, they look at McAllen, it's heavily sherried, right? But yet this is peated and this is neither of those two. It's like the, the smorgasbord of everything you can do in Speyside because right. you've got like the Glen Grants, phenomenal distillery, right? And But they have just like really great heatherly drams up there, right? Then you go up to, you go up to McAllen's and to your point of sherryness, it's like all sweet, mm -hmm. fruity, sherry stuff. Then you go up to the, the Ben Redox of the world and you maybe get into some of those peatness or some of the things that, uh, th th those are kind of those surprise space sides. You're like, what, this is a space side? Well, and, and like if you go Balvini Peat Week, where they right. where they use- Once a year. Peat, peat from the space side region. So it has a more heather flavor to it as opposed to like a charcoal or a right. briny or something. So so they're they're taking advantage of their location and the and to create what they choose to be for that region. You know, they try to be they are a space side peated whiskey. They're not trying to compete necessarily with Isla. Okay. Don't mind if I do. Yeah, so that's where I was going to go from that Glenfiddich to that. Well, but, that so, been I mean, I, I want to wrap up the, the conversation with Speyside. Um, I, I, it's a, yep. a long conversation. We could probably talk for another 30 minutes, but we do have a really special guest. And you guys, I really want to get to Lee and Scott's and Bayou and hear what, what happened to her on her journey to Iowa. But so to wrap up Speyside and this conversation of Regents tonight, um, it, it really is kind of the epicenter of Scotch whiskey right now. I mean, in today's day and age, because of the Huge. vast the amount of distilleries that are in such a small geographical area. But it offers a, a breadth of flavor profiles from distilleries. I mean, distilleries that are literally right next to each other that are making completely different styles of whiskey. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a very interesting uh, region. And I'm sure everybody in, in this chat, everyone listening to this, has had a space high whiskey. Um, I guarantee and, and yeah. I would say 99% of you have space side whiskeys on your bar. I, I just and I would I'm, say 5% I'm drinking it right now at least. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. So <laughs> I, I, it's, um, it's a neat conversation to have. I can't wait to actually go to that area. I'm, I'm sure we're going to thoroughly enjoy that area. But um, if there's anything you guys want to add to it. Um, sure, we're not spending much time in there. No, well, we're not. Hurry Graham, up. Graham just said that he used to drink some of the best uh, examples of space siders. Ben Rias, or Ben Rinus, sorry. Ben Rinus. Uh, Glen Alecky and Anok. Anok, that is a very surprisingly well done scotch. Got a couple like of they, those, man. It's very surprising. Couple I, think, of them. I think this is what stuff she kind of. Uh, Where's Anok from? That's not on Space Side, is it? Not listed on there, but. It's not listed here because I think. I'm pretty sure it is, though. I'm going um, to pull it up. I, I want to say it might be down a little bit uh, right here. So, like. Um, it's it's interesting enough. There's a distillery called Speyside, or Spey. That yeah. Speyside create creates Spey. And yeah, it's, it's not. It's not. That's anyway. not actually Speyside. I don't know. Um, but anyway, let's let's close down the conversation because we need to bring in our special it's guest. Our, our is is Anak just a Highland? Yeah. Okay. It's. I mean, it says it on the bottle, but I don't trust what they put on the label it's, because it could. Yeah. Be. Um, but I'm going to move on to the Ben Riek while we talk to our good friend Lee Scotch in the Bayou and what happens to her. So, Lee, welcome to Scotch for Dummies Thirsty Thursdays. We are literally going to. <laughs> Lee, you're coming in? She's pass gonna, the keys to you. She's putting her headset in right now. And, right. Uh, and let you drive this. If you want to start so everybody knows, even though I think most people do. How you even got this opportunity, it might be the, the perfect starting point. And where you were last week. 
We can y'all hear me now? Yeah, we can. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, well, hey, everyone. Uh, it's good to be home. Um, but, uh, yeah, so May, June, um, I found out after applying, uh, saw something on uh, Instagram. There was a slot available for um, someone to attend the Isla Whiskey Academy. And <clears throat> it was a narrative. I wrote a thing about why I wanted to go and uh, fit scotch in Scotland. And since I've never met a stranger, um, <laughs> I kind of <laughs> put, put a few words together on that and didn't really think much about it other um, until I found out that later that I made the cut list to 12 and then found out that I was actually selected out of a total of 80 people that applied. Cool. And then so what happened? Tell us about your week. Yeah, so it happened. So it happened this um, past week, um, uh, starting on Sunday, a week ago, flew over um, from Glasgow, spent a few days in Glasgow, got to go to Glengoyne and see our friend Roy over there. That's awesome. Uh, so that That's was a lot of fun. fun. Yeah. Uh, more fun, just unbelievable. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, I bet so, you had some good drinks. I figured out I like to... I like to blend, so I got to blend. Oh, that was, that was oh real fun. That's her next so, next business. Um, my SMWS bottles may not be safe now. Uh oh. I may be doctoring and putting things together. Um, but yeah, I went over to to um, Isla on Sunday, and we started at nine o'clock um, Monday morning. And every day consisted of uh, a different type of lecture from in the mornings from someone who was had an academic base or mm -hmm. who had um, practical real world experience. So our Monday, we had um, a, a geologist talk to us about the geology of Isla and the pH of the waters found there and um, which uh, distilleries used surface water, which distilleries used um, spring water, things like that. And during the middle of the day, we had some type of excursion on Monday. We actually went to the Octomore farm and uh, went to the spring that feeds Brulotti. Um, so that was pretty cool, you know? And then that afternoon we went to Kilholman and you say, okay, you, you go to a distillery and you have a tour, but we didn't have just the, you know, the weekend uh, high school girl that works there to do the tour, um, Anthony Wills, who owns Kill Holman, walked us around for over two hours. Wow, and that's awesome. And that was Man. really freaking awesome. <laughs> I have to do a shout out to um, Mark JG because I knew I was channeling you, my friend, <laughs> the whole time we were at that's Kill That's awesome. Um, because it, it was really uh, interesting. There, the caliber of people that were there all knew about whiskey. It was not a sense of, oh, well, this is how distillation works. We That's were there. Good. It was there to right. say what's new here or what's different here than somewhere else. That's awesome. So it was an advanced class, not terribly an intro interesting. Class. Not an intro to whiskey. Yeah. 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 That's neat. Yeah. You know, so it's it's pretty cool to be standing inside the the furnace um, floor, the malting floor. Um, with the guy who owns the place. Yeah, that's pretty and, awesome. And um, I, I will not um, uh, confirm nor deny that Pete or uh, Peted Malt um, Barley came home with me. 
Um, <laughs> it in, huh? Yeah, that sure. would be against the, to bring grains into the United States would cause a infectious yeah. disease. Never mind. Yeah, but they're no, like a baggie. It's so you so you spent a week on Isla. How how long was your entire trip in Scotland? Um, nine days. Nine days. Yeah. Okay. So I bookended um, a couple of days in the front and back of the week. So that tells me that you probably had more than nine um, glasses of whiskey in that nine days. And, <laughs> a day. <laughs> a day. And, and I assume you came home with a few bottles. Did, I did. Did you? How many? Only three. You only came home with three bottles. Only three. And how many did you ship? Yeah. You made a mistake of coming home with clothes instead of whiskey. Yeah, right. You should have left all the clothes. I, I, actually, I didn't. You um, didn't ship any either. So okay. the distilleries we went to were Kilholman, um, Brooklady, um, Ardnahoe, the brand new one. Mm -hmm. Wow. Unbelievable. Yeah, it's beautiful. Uh, yeah, it looks like Lafroig and Ard, um, Ardbeg. Okay. And I really only came home with two Lafroigs. Oh, really? It was crazy. Um, there weren't a lot of distillery only bottlings. Okay. Um, the though. only other one I did come home with was before I went to Isla and Eric Waite did this too, but, um, I got to blend my own at Glengoyne. Oh, Scotch and buy you. Just us three. So now you're, you're a blender. Uh Oh, she's a, she's become yeah. a master blender. So when we when we open <laughs> when we open the Scotch for Dummies Distiller, we may need to hire her as a blender. Yep, lead the blender. Yep. Yep. But um, I brought home the Karchus 15 uh, Distillery only, and this is the 43 ABV. They had sold out of the cast strength the day before. Oh, uh, that's not good. And I think I probably could get could have gotten this at home, but um, I didn't want to chance it. And John McShane um, basically put this in my hand and said, take this home. Um, he's the global brand ambassador for um, SMWS. It is an absolute riot. Um, yeah. But it was the um, Castrate 10 oh, from fantastic. March 19. Wow. Nice. Unopened, huh? Unopened. Nice. So, okay, yeah. that we've talked about a morning. We've talked about an afternoon excursion. You come home from an afternoon excursion. What, what happens in, in the evening? What, what's, what goes on from that point? That's almost where it starts all over again. Um, so Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we had formal dinners. Monday night was with John McShane. Um, he did a, a five-expression um, dinner um, of SMWS. Um, I think the, the oldest bottle we had was uh, a 27-year-old. 27 was like our number. We, we had quite a few samplings, at, even at the distilleries, that were 27 um, years old. Uh, and then, um, and when it, you get finished with the dinner, you got to go to the pub. And so we, we'd go to the pub and we'd have a couple of rounds. And then we would invariably end up at where someone, uh, some of us were staying. And... Um, so we polished off those SMWS bottles on Tuesday. <laughs> of course um, you did. Wednesday night, we had a dinner with um, Jim McEwen, which was off the hook. It was like total mind blow. Um, it, it just, it was amazing to see this guy who um, took Brulotic from an absolute mothball to yeah. what it is today. Um, yeah. You know, retired in 2015. He worked with Ardnahoe to 
get them set up on where they needed to be on how they were going to do their mash, how they were going to do their um, fermentation, the design of that beautiful, absolutely gorgeous, um, that facility. And now he is doing his own cast. So he has casts that he got, that he had when he was at Brookfly, um, that are like the Octomore, the Port Charlotte, um, 100% Isla. And he is now, um, re he's bottling those under the, his name of the Cask Whisperer. So Not if you see anything out there with Cask Whisperer, that is Jim McEwen's um, hand-picked um, cask that he has had the whole time he was at Brooklyn. Wow. And keep an eye out for one of those. Yeah. Probably won't be very many um, casts out of there. Yeah. There are many bottles out of that. So how many people were, were in your was cohort class? class? Yeah. What are we referring to this as? Yeah, so um, they kind of refer to us to delegates. Um, we were from all over. Uh, there were three Americans, uh, me, the um, Jennifer from uh, Houston, and uh, Jason from New York City, and Paul um, is from Nova Scotia, Canada. Then um, Michael was actually from Scotland. He was the only one from Scotland. Um, that And he has a, a whiskey shop in Skye. Uh, so an Inverurie whiskey shop is the name of his place. And then there was a husband and wife couple from Norway. Uh, two best friend guys from uh, Germany that could have been basketball players. They're <laughs> <laughs> very dull. They're, they're in the back of all the, all the uh, pictures. And then... Um, a guy who has a tasting, a huge taster, um, tasting club in Athens, Greece, Giannis um, uh, Milanos. He was, um, he rounded out the group. So we were very diverse, you know, in that sense and uh, listening and understanding of where we all were in our own journey, but also what, there were, some people were there just to enjoy it and some people were there to learn more, to move their own personal journey further and, and maybe even into a business and something like that. Well, that's, that's awesome. Speaking of pictures, I've got a few here that you sent me. I'm going to share ooh, with everybody real ooh, quick. Ooh, ooh. Yeah. Um, so I'm not sure if you're going to be able to see this or not, but this is the first one's in front of a... Um, it's still at Ardbeg? Yeah, it looks like Ardbeg maybe. You're oh. with a, a woman there? Yeah. That's um, that's uh, Rachel McNeil. She's the uh, owner of the Isla Whiskey Academy. I want to see. And... Um, She's the one who puts all of this together and gets these folks that there's no way I could just go to Ireland and say, hey, Jim, you want to hang out for a while? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have dinner? He's not a phone book? Happy, you know? He's not a phone book? Come on. Yep. All right, what's the next picture? <laughs> and then obviously it's a picture of you, you in front, front of, of the Ardbeg. There's logo. a good selfie of you. Mm -hmm. I like the barrel chair. That's pretty awesome. I'm sure I'm sure you sat in it at least, yep. right? That dram. <laughs> yes. Those are cool. Um, and then we've got one, this gentleman looks like you're, you just pull a sample from a barrel perhaps? Um, yeah, that's, um, I'm waiting for it to catch up on my side. Yeah. I'm trying to remember. Um, yeah. oh, is he up on top of the barrel? Yeah, that's exactly. Adam Hammett at, um, yeah, at Brooklady. So let me ask you, he how many? He poured seven new makes for us at Brooklady. Oh, seven. wow. Seven wow. different new, I mean. God damn. Just try them. Seven different types of new make. How many yeah. different how many different drams did you have that were literally pulled right from a cask? Uh 
um, everywhere we went. I know. Well, oh, so the question is, we we're still yet to so do that. So for Pilates, we had, we had the seven new mates, but then we had three different um, pool. That may or may not be a um, rye. <laughs> <laughs> a rye? <Yeah>. Wow. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but but he, um, it was funny, um, Ivan, um, Ivan from Norway at the, at this uh juncture looked at at the end of the tour he looked at adam and he said i just have one question and he said well sure what is it and he said have we been good enough to have something out of a cask (laughs) (laughs) it it kind of became the the whole tone of the week and um so he that's when he got the blanche and opened up a 27 year old um oh jeez well you know from this one spectacular (laughs) you know i was was, as you you mentioned that 27 uh earlier so 27 year old will put you back what in the 90s and, and I think that was the yeah. era when like Zima was popular and white spirits were like hot. And so they were probably putting yeah. whiskey into a cask and like, what are we going to do with this? Because nobody's buying whiskey anymore. Late 27 years. Yeah. Right. And so that, and that may be why that there's, a, been that may be why there's a glut of 27 year old whiskey, right. which is not a bad thing, I have to say. Right. So we have, we have another picture yeah. up. Looks like a group of you guys. Where's that at? What distillery is, is that? Arden Hall. That is Arden That is the still room at Arden What is absolutely gorgeous. We had kind of a gray day, but um, you can see over the Isla of um, the sound of Isla to the Paps of Jura, and it's just breathtaking. Oh, really? And Ardbeg is actually building a new still house that will be open like that as well. Oh, well. oh awesome! Yeah, because they they have like a huge side right of just glass everywhere, and there's on the yeah. stills. And yeah. there's on the right side of that, that's glass as well. So wow. I mean, it's a corner of glass looking out over the water. So this, this next picture is probably one of my favorites it's, so far. It's one of my favorites too. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not, one. not only you are think? you holding some peat, but you got you representing some S4Ds there. S4D, yeah, it's on I there. love it. <laughs> Did you bring that peat yeah. home? I actually, I actually had someone ask me if that said if my shirt said Scotch for mommies. Ah, <laughs> oh, I can see that now. Yeah, that could be. I said it could a be a different mommies channel. Dummies. There's a new but channel. Yes, I purposely wore it that day. And my um, my buddy Paul um, from Nova Scotia, and I and, and a local girl um, from Isla all won the peat cutting contest because we got three sections of peat cut and up on the board without them falling. And there is a peat shed out in the middle of Isla, across from the airport, that has <laughs> airport. all of our names written on the wall. And so, um, that's so cool. That is I'm gonna see that wall that one of these days. I'm gonna take a picture and send it to you. We're, yeah. gonna, do, we're gonna do a selfie with it. Yes, 2021. It's gonna be like a treasure hunt. I'm gonna find Lee's name on the wall. Yep. I'm like, I'm here. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome, Lee. Well, we moved on to another picture you're probably catching up to right now. But it looks like a couple of gentlemen in front of um, the still a whiskey thief, looks like maybe. I'm not yeah. sure if you see it. Yeah, yeah. I'm not sure. Um, I, I think that's Ardenaho too, looking at the, the grate on the floor and everything. Maybe. Mm. Probably so. Oh, it might be the uh, Stillman. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. That's Kilhoman. That's, oh, that's Anthony Kilhoman? Mills. Okay. Anthony okay. Wills, sorry. Um, and he's the owner of Kilhoman. Oh, and so And that is one. Lyle working the still, um, the wash still. And um, Lyle ended up, I think on my, my Monday Instagram, there's a little video of Lyle pulling. Um, uh, sample out of one of the 
cast for us. Very nice. That's awesome. And this next picture, we know who this guy is. It looks like you, uh, I'm not sure what that, uh, that little creek there is with, front of, with the water. It must be a Glen Goyne. Uh, I would right? say Glen Goyne, perhaps. Or maybe that was a Glen Goyne, yeah. That's such an awesome um, picture. So Roy was was um, so gracious. I mean, he literally came uh, from Austin. He flew back home. His wife was at the airport, picked him up. They went, their kids were out for fall break, like y'all's were. And uh, he, they went up to the Highlands, had their vacation. He came back and literally like two hours later, he was at Glengoyne to pick me up and had a lovely dinner with his family, his sweet kids and and Lynn is, uh, Lynn is like all of your wives. <laughs> She's also a saint. <laughs> and um, and so um, we we were having a great time and sharing some drams. He's like, let's do a live show. I'm like, okay. So um, we had a blast that that evening. Yeah. That was for sure. Yeah, Roy is. Uh, he's definitely a very good host. Uh, Goes, he, he's a red carpet type of guy. He doesn't short you on anything. Yeah. He goes out of his way to make sure that, that you're having an incredible time. He represents everything yeah. about Scotch whiskey in, in Scotland to me yeah. very, very mm -hmm. well. Uh, I and was excited. I, I um, also had my picture taken with his recycle bin. <laughs> <laughs> of course you that did. That is priceless. That was, I mean, so that is hilarious. I gotta say, I mean, Kudos to him for marketing, but I mean, a recycle oh my bin. Oh gosh, that's right. hilarious. Did you get, did you sign your name on that? No, that would have been cool. <laughs> that would have been that good. That would have been epic, yeah. Yeah, you should have, you should have wrote Scotch in the Bayou, so when he does his videos, he's actually promoting your chain. So I got to ask, were his wife and kids are like, who is this person and why is she here? <laughs> I have to say. No, no they were, um. I guess you know, he's had a lot of people. It was really interesting because my Mark, um, who's over yep. there with the dogs on the couch, um, <laughs> and Lynn um, have both, Hi, we Mark. were talking about it. They're, they're cheerleaders for all of us. Mm -hmm. You know, they want us to do what we like that makes us feel good. And she, she was explaining how um, having people and having Roy interact with people over whiskey has made him happy. And that's what she wants oh, wow, to see. That's great. And that's what my Mark does for me. You know, he's my biggest cheerleader. And yeah. uh, so that was really neat. What was funny is his girls, um, he has twin girls, and they were like, um, can you keep talking? Because you oh, don't hear my <laughs> accent. Yeah, because yeah. you're not just an like American you accent. You. You've got the Louisiana <laughs> accent. Yeah. Like, that's like that's really nuts. cool. So you, yeah. So I, like, I mean, again, let me show you a picture of an alligator. <laughs> I mean, how many times do you think cute. his daughters hear a Louisiana accent? Almost never. Mm. Probably never. Almost never. That's a good point. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That is. That's neat. awesome. Well, good for you. It sounds like you had a good time. The live stream. If you haven't watched, you go watch it. It's, yeah. I, I couldn't not watch it. I mean, it was just so much fun. I mean, it's just the the personalities between you two. You can tell you guys just completely had a blast next to each other talking yeah. you know, like start drinking good whiskey it was a lot of fun. yeah i was disappointed that we didn't I, get any live updates from you but i'm glad that you realized very quickly that it wasn't going to happen it's not worth don't waste your time i wanted you to be in the moment well, so that, that that was fine yeah exactly well, if it's any consolation, I got to speak with Mark one time. Well, it's oh, yeah. it was very short. Was, he was, he was, was the when the internet goes out and I let it goes across the entire 
island. Nobody has it. So you're, and they're you're, like, yeah, well, whatever. You're, you're completely right. Mark is you're definitely your biggest supporter because he was, he was keeping us updated right, with everything. And he was like, oh, I haven't talked to her at all, but she's doing great. Look at the pictures. <laughs> yeah. right. right. So we got our updates from him. So hi, Mark. Thank you for keeping us uh, informed on what was going on with, with Lee. I was enjoying watching his post. And I mean, because he would tag us too, right? So oh, yeah, I, knew, yeah, yeah. I knew when it hit the Facebook, I'm like, uh-oh, what's going on? You know, we could check it out. But So what's what's the plans going forward, yeah. Lee? What do you have in store? I know obviously your blog's going to be updated with some of this stuff eventually once you kind of get settled back in. But what do you, yeah. uh, what do you have in store? Um, well, that's just it. I'm, I'm kind of hoping to squirrel some time away this week just to do the, like an overview of everything that we did. Um, I took copious notes. I recorded wow. some of the presentations so I can go back and, and listen to those um, and just kind of glean those little bits. Um, when, you're, when you're doing that, there's just so much you can absorb. Correct. Um, and it was just, it was constant, you know, and um, so I want to go back and be very purposeful about getting everything written down in my notes. And um, then I'm going to be writing blog posts on each and every little section um, mm. in the future. Uh, and then, and truly, you know, um, I, I want to do, and this was part of my um, application is I want more people to understand that whiskey is available to them and it's not something that's highbrow or um, for a certain uh, socioeconomic um, level and or gender that it is for anybody, God bless you, anybody who, <laughs> who wants to come to the table and figure out what this is for themselves and that there are plenty of people around that will help them get there. Um, so that's, that's kind of what I do and maybe, you know, like do some tastings and get my local area, um, understanding more about Scotch whiskey instead of just the bourbon. Yeah. So maybe someday you'll be the Bayou queen of Scotch. Yeah, I think she already like is. Maybe, I don't know. I don't know. That's what I I'm saying. I want it to she be needs, fun. She just needs to take the title. I don't see anybody contesting it. I don't hear <laughs> I think the one thing you're, you, that's an excellent point you made, and, and the other thing you, you guys were talking about on, with Roy, it's, it's just, you know, it is kind of a unique situation we're all in right now. No one is trying to compete with each other. We're all just learning together, right. whether it's yep. Lee or Roy or Whiskey Crusaders are on right now and Whiskey in the Six. Yep. Or it, doesn't, it doesn't even matter. We're, we're all, even you guys, we're all in, on this journey together because let's just face it. I mean, there's more scotch to go around than any of us can try and Correct. taste understand and it's just it's just a fun yeah. hobby and enjoyment to get into and I mean, the, it's, it's cool to share information right. and, and and share whiskey i mean really right. the, the difference between people watching and, the, and us are we have the camera on right i mean we're 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 yeah. tasting we're exploring we're like oh this is bad this is good you know whatever yeah. and but we happen to have the camera and so this happens to be a little congregation point but anybody else, we're no different than anybody else. It, it's it's a community and a journey. Honestly, right. I saw a comment this week on, on one of our videos. So I was just trying to read the comments. And it wasn't, I don't think it was about this week's video with, with Johnny Walker. But some guy basically said, you know, literally just had my first scotch two weeks ago. And I bought this bottle and this bottle. And really appreciate the videos. And I was I was like excited for the day. Oh, I was like, I know. Dude, he's like, that's yeah. a fr Welcome he's... to the lifelong journey, man. It's just getting started, man. Strapping your seatbelt. You got that right. Oh, it's great. It's so awesome. Yeah. We get, we, we really, we get a ton of comments. Well, and it, 
Go ahead, Lee. Yeah, and it's about community. Yeah. You know, and, um, yes. you know, going back even the week before I went to Scotland um, and going to the Bachelor's Ball and sitting at the La Quinta with the, um, Zach and Mark and um, the Whiskey Crusaders and Ben and, um, gosh, Bill and everybody, uh, Roy and all these people. It wasn't like it was all inclusive. And um, yeah. it wasn't, uh, you know, these icons of YouTube sitting around. It was <laughs> yeah. Bart and Scott walking up to somebody and saying, hey, man, what you, what you drinking? You want to right. try some of this? And um, <laughs> yeah. going from there to the um, after party, if you will, on each night on Isla, when we sat in one of wherever we were staying and really philosophical about one to two a.m. <laughs> you know, well, but that I learned as much in those conversations as I did sitting in that classroom. You know, it's it was because people are very forthcoming and giving <laughs> and generous with their knowledge and their thoughts um, without being pretentious and over the top. And, and, and it's, it was, it's very first refreshing. When I think about what it's done, it, it's brought together, it's it's brought people from around the globe into your life. I mean, think about it. You were sitting yeah. there at 1 o'clock in the morning having drams with people that were in your class were from several different countries across the globe. You know, mm-hmm. those are those are experiences yeah. that, that you can cherish. You've got now. You know, how did you get them? So, right. it's really cool. And, and I think, you know, three years ago when I went to Scotland for the first time, if I hadn't stopped at Oban just to see how a distillery worked, I wouldn't be here. I wouldn't be on this show. I wouldn't know four guys <laughs> that basically live in a basement in Indiana. You know, <laughs> I wouldn't know yeah. all these people that are on this chat and that I got to meet over the weekend. And I, that's really hard for me to comprehend not knowing y'all and not having that yeah. going on. It's a great no, community. We, we got, I'm looking at pictures in the wall right now. And I can totally understand your point. I mean, yeah. We, yeah. same thing for us. I mean, we've yeah. got... You know, just, just our friends in New York, you know, and friends in Chicago, and you, I mean, just I mean, everywhere. And it's just, it's just amazing the journey we've been on since we started as well. And just being able to meet great people. I mean, our Discord channel is amazing. It's it's filled with super smart, great people, great caring, yeah, sharing talk people. Talk about everything. And they talk about everything. It's, it's a living, like, community. I mean, it doesn't matter what it is. You talk about it. And it's great. And you can share stuff. And, and on top of that, let's segue real quick, Mark, before we get going. Yes. Um, on top of that, the whiskey sharing piece of it, Secret Santa piece, which we, we know we owe you guys. And we right. know uh, 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 Skype next week, hopefully. Um, that's mm-hmm. amazing, right? We talked yeah. about all the stuff we're sharing internally yeah. with people. So yeah. it's just it's unbelievable yeah. that we're all getting to this point. I actually yep. had a moment last night. I was sitting there watching uh, Peaky Blinders with the wife. She's got me hooked on this stinking show, right? Oh, so here we yeah. are watching the show. And um, I grabbed the phone, I opened up Facebook, and there's a, a notification. I had sent some samples to one of our subscribers early this year, February, March time frame. Um, uh, he's a regular on here. Uh, and. Uh, I, I felt, you know what, I think he'll enjoy these drams. And so I sent him two drams, a sample drams, and a little note. Just said, hey, man, I was thinking about you, and I really think you're going to like so these. Cool. I, you know, I didn't let him know they were coming. I'm like, I just think you're going to like these. And I sent them. He told me when he got them, he was super stoked. He stacked them away, didn't open them until this like day or two ago. 
But when he opened them, he took pictures of it, him and his <laughs> wife, and how excited. So it's like I shared these two samples with him, but then he shared the experience with me by doing that. It was just, it was full circle. Yeah. I was like, man, yeah, freaking twice as good. It's a, bit yeah. of, it's a bit of you yeah. in this. It was so cool. I'm like, I, I even had a right. phone to my wife. I'm like, look at this. I feel so good right now. This this has made my evening. It was awesome. It was perfect. Yeah. That's what, and that's it, what you've got as much enjoyment out of it as Absolutely. he will when he samples. Yeah, for what Absolutely. four ounces or what four ounces of whiskey? It costs you nothing. No, nope. I mean we have we all have plenty of whiskey to share, us, so <laughs> it's not gonna hurt. Especially especially with you know we're lucky enough to have a pretty good variety of stuff back here, and especially in, even in each of our bars. And then one thing we all have, which is what I think what makes us fun, is we all have different tastes. Yep. Right. And because of that, we can share some of that experiences mm -hmm. with other people. And same yep. thing with Lee and other people on Discord as well. Yeah. So before what we close, I want to make sure everybody knows the, the Scotch Swap conversation is coming. It's been a little challenging because we haven't been able to get the four of us together. But we have on good record that Sean is home for the next three weeks. Sean's online right now. Um, so hopefully we can get this, this conversation, this Skype or Google Hangouts, whatever we're going to do call, scheduled. We can all come together and talk about a sample that we've all received and, and enjoyed or whatnot. Um, reminder, the Word document with your tasting notes and perceptions is out on our drive. I need to fill that out, yeah. Um, I, I need to fill mine out too. I have them all typed up. I just haven't copied and pasted them into the Word document. So go ahead and do that because when we do have the conversation, you'll have time to talk about one of your samples. Yep. So that's we'll be on the lookout for that. We will communicate through the patron channels and on the Discord patron channel um, because those are the folks that participate in this. So anyway, yep. that's that. Um, we are past 11 o'clock. We, we are. are past 11 o'clock. Lee, Lee, thank you so much. We love Great you. Happy. Thank you we love you. You know that. <laughs> Watch it. Um, Love y'all so much, and thanks for this. This is fun. I, I was, it was a great experience, and I really, I, I wanted to channel all of you there with me. <laughs> you did. I'm you sure you did. You did for the group. <laughs> I'm sure you did. And the so. good, the good thing is, is in about what eight months, months give or take, something like that, yep. we're gonna do it again. June, maybe, maybe not island, but we're yep. gonna do some other stuff, and you're gonna be there, right? Hopefully, yeah, yep. we'll be there. All right. And Mark right. finally gets to go. My Mark finally no, gets to go. No way. I cannot wait to meet him. Oh, that's going to be great. Freaking Hollywood movie star, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bread dress up as him for one of the... the oh, uh, yeah. That's a great idea. Uh, all, all right. right. So, yeah. everybody, thanks for tuning Thank in you. tonight. Stay tuned for what's coming up with our Scotch Swap, this, that, and the other. Uh, we've got one more region to talk about. It's Isla. Don't miss that one next week. You got it. You we'll guys see you guys. You guys, guys want to show up. I got it. I got it. See you, Lee. Oh, you got Isla? Slancha, y'all. Slancha. <laughs>